Thank you for inviting me. My name is Big Ed. Um, two jobs, school district and Spokane Public Schools. So tonight we're going to talk about communication over the internet and what's the number one thing that we have that's dangerous in the world today besides weapons, right? So name of, our, of the presentation is going to be digital wings here. So we're in the world right now where everybody uses technology to get around everywhere, right? So it's hard. So we're going to talk about some questions. Hopefully I could be able to answer them. I'm trying not to put you to sleep and we're going to have some fun here. So that's me, of course. Uh, the tokens here, I have my own personal tokens that I give out um, to students at school where people can earn things for just doing good deeds or making improvements. So like the little things say, little progress each day goes, adds up to big thing, uh, big results. Um, that's me and problem job. So I've been doing this for 20 plus years, born and raised in Chicago, moved to Spokane a few years ago, and to, I got a scholarship and I played basketball in Eastern Washington. Uh, yeah, go eat, go eat. Um, one of the big thing is I discovered a passion of working with Everest families and teens. And so I kind of wanted to kind of devote myself to doing that because I grew up, I was fortunate to grow up in Chicago with both parents. But my brother um, was an addict, well, still the addict. Um, so I didn't want to go down that path. So I discovered, hey, let me help people. And so that's why I like doing and talking to kids and parents. Um, I like to get the discussion questions out the way first because a lot of people, we have these questions and we want answer right away and we can't hold it. So that's random questions that over the past few months people discuss, how we discuss. So I just put some general questions there. Uh, so one of the questions is what are our main concerns regarding online safety of your team? Where's that, right? Because I was just reading a call here um, coming that a kid took some inappropriate pictures and sent it to John's, Joe Smo on the other line. So we get quite a few calls like that every day, every day. And so there's no, so what we try to do, do we monitor? Because sometimes teen, our kids get mad. They get super angry if we take their phones, we put some type of tracking device on it, and we are not allowed to do that. That's my phone, and I'll, I can do what I want. It's like, no, I pay the bills. Invasion of privacy, right? And so we have a lot how we try to do that. So that's one of the big things. Um, what else? How can I balance giving my team with autism independence while ensuring their safety? How do we do that? Because sometimes they may not think, they think everybody is their friends. And there's not. And we try to show them. And the best way to work, if correct, well, I'm right, wrong, visual stuff, visual tools. Here's a phone, fake phone. This is the bad guy. And so one of the other things you could do, a little role plan too. Um, have Joe Smo, somebody on the phone, on the other end, pretending he or she is somebody else and like, oh, no, that's not what you do. And we're showing our son, daughter, the right way to handle things. That's one of the big questions. Uh, well, so, um, are there any scenarios or situations you're seeking to, to, to advance on how to handle? Any scenarios you guys have? We have one. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, well, we have a, a young couple and that we're connected with and they're trying to, and I love the fact that they're trying to make plans outside of like activities here. Mm -hmm. but they're not communicating with parents and they're coordinating like times to go and do activities. And so giving out your home address. And so little did we know 
that um, you know one of the people gave out their home address to someone else and actually showed up at their house knocking on the door. And I mean, while these are both safe and good families, right. you've got you big picture of like giving your home address and like, oh yeah, come over to my house. And now people have your home address, right? Yeah, even we send that stuff in emails, our personal numbers, because yes. anybody could get it. And even taking pictures of yourself in front of your house when it has your house numbers, you can start piecing together. It's so easy, because all you gotta do is copy that picture and drop it in Google, right? Mm -hmm. And so, one of the big thing is if we have if we had kids like that, I recommend, honestly, I don't know the function level or where, I like paper. I like to write out so they could visually see, again, that go back to that visual stuff, so they could see where they want to go, who's doing what. So, and it's hard because, again, do we want to cause fights? Parents do not want, we do not want to fight with a kid over a phone. And... <laughs> So even when our kids go to school, right? Yeah. I have a situation where parents, like, you would not take my son or daughter phone. They would be on that phone doing passing period. And it's like, is that something we really want to fight with? But some teachers, I just learned how to communicate, hey, just put your phone right there in the little, uh, we have number cupboards to try to do that. And a lot of kids do that, but a lot of parents don't support that idea you taking my son daughter phone because or that gadgets because of scenario something might happen they're worried about it so and trustee Caleb just pulled that with me the other day he says well you can't take away um, a phone from someone because how would they call you in case of an emergency so i use this scenario where <coughs> i you know went to high school in the 90s exactly. yeah we didn't have phones we didn't have phones <laughs> Yep. So there's plenty of ways, but they really, like, even parents, I, I think that we have to remind ourselves that we grew up in an era without phones and we all survived. But yes. it's so hard, though, because I find myself on my phone all the time, not working patrol, but I find myself on, on my phone 20% of the time scrolling through stuff and looking. So, and that's one of the big things that as we go along, we'll see some other ideas, how other parents have new things. Um, oh, how can you encounter any challenges in teaching your, your team about appropriate online behavior? We could just demonstrate. I like demonstrating. And so some kids really don't understand. So we have kids out there with send nudie pics. Guys send nudie pics all the time. And then we go through situations where pictures around the school now of a kid. Right, is there a crime for your kid to send sexual pictures? It's a crime to possess it. So intimate image is what we call it. And so, yeah, to possess it, not saying you're going to send it, but if you have child pornography on your phone, it's a crime where people, where kids could get jammed up. How often is that actually being pursued? Uh, I, honestly, I don't know what the course to do. We could take reports, but again, the court system is not going to charge a 13-year-old kid that may not be functioning high. Not. Even though my parent, my, my son, daughter, I want that charge, and we'll take a report, but we will not, the court system is not going to pursue that stuff. Even though, and now you get into 16-year-olds, still, because they don't want, they're going to based education how to protect themselves so but those calls i bet you in our system if i did i bet you we probably get probably about seven calls a, a week about those at least mm -hmm. and that's just when you're getting calls on right, right. <laughs> are there safety i see the one that says are there safety devices yep i got that yeah. oh. You, no, you're good. I just put, this is common stuff people ask all the time. Parents in the digital age, right? What is that? That's a little cell phone. So, again, it's hard. How do we, again, we, we have to learn how to parent. And like, with phones. <laughs> so, hopefully it's play. 
Oh, you know what? That's a YouTube video? Yeah. Well, then I just have to hit it on the screen. Oh. Do you know what the video is called? Oh, it's just CBS. What? It's not. I just tested it before I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? What's the you? Sorry, TV man. Sorry, technology. Is it like cell phones? Yeah. Oh, man. It was on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, here it is. Okay, so let's watch this here. Forgive me if you've ever seen this. 13 and 18. And on average, those teens spend nearly one and a half hours per day on social media sites. We wanted to have an honest conversation with a group of kids about everything from the pressure of owning a phone to expectations created by social media. We spoke to Sam, Naeem, Ellie, Tiara, Aaron, and Jade. All have cell phones except for Naeem. He's only eight years old. And all are on at least one social media platform. Did you feel pressure to need a cell phone because other people had it? Yeah, for sure. It was one of those things where all of my friends had them, so I kept asking and asking. I did feel pressured because in fifth grade, literally every single one of my classmates had a phone at that time. I definitely was pressured. It was like a competition to see who would get a phone first when I was in the fifth grade. Have you ever felt separation anxiety? when you didn't have your phone in your hand or you didn't have access to it. In the past few years, it was like, when I would get my phone taken, I'd be like, oh, I miss my phone. What am I going to do now? I felt like I couldn't live without it. I definitely felt it. Like, I know my friends had, like, taken my phone when I was younger, and I would always get a little nervous about, like, where's my phone? Like, that was the only thing on my mind when they took it. Like, I feel that I'm missing, like, quote-unquote a part of me. I think I realize how impatient I've gotten when I don't have it and I can't fill up the time with games or social media or things like that and you're just like, oh, just stand and look around. <laughs> Pretty bored right now. Okay, um, Naeem, now you don't have a phone, but you have access to an iPad. Yeah, um, games, my games. Nintendo Switch. When you don't have those things and you don't have access, how do you feel? I also mentioned a part of me, like Aaron said. The main way you guys hang out, quote unquote, with your friends outside of school, social media? Outside of school, me and my friends, we do a lot of like um, voice calls a lot and we play games and we like do study calls and probably do that for a good amount of time. Maybe, I think this weekend we probably spent like 15 hours on call. <laughs> Over the course of the weekend? Yeah. Okay, all right. Nine. Have you been playing video games or, or got lost on YouTube and just been watching video after video after video? I can't tell <laughs> Just hours? The only thing I would say, want to watch, if no one tells me, nah, you can't watch that. Right. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Tiara, what about you? <laughs> I would say, if I'm on TikTok, two to three hours. Two to three hours straight shot on TikTok? Yeah. Just sitting there scrolling? Yeah. What's so interesting about TikTok? Just seeing like different people just make funny videos. It's like, and the fact that I can relate to the videos, it just makes me want to watch more and more and more. You're on YouTube or TikTok, Snapchat, Discord, but I feel like there could be a darker side to that. Am I right by saying that? Definitely that comparison thing that you do when you're scrolling and you see all these different people, you constantly compare yourself, and I think that's definitely a negative. And it always seems like they're living the perfect life that you're not, even though that's not true. Yeah. No, I agree with what Ellie said. Like, it acts like they have a perfect life, and they're perfect. They can do whatever they want. They have all that money compared to them. 
I'm a nobody. I like art a lot. I draw in my free time and I write in my free time and then I see like all these content creators making like these gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of art digitally and they're like younger than me. They could be like 12 and they already like mastered the use of like lighting and shading and I'm looking at this and I'm like, holy crap, like why am I doing this? But there's so many other people that are like so much younger than me and have so much more potential than me. Basically, social media is everyone's persona, and it's not actually like how they are, but it's like rather how they present themselves. So it's like hard for someone who sees that to like realize that that's maybe not their life isn't as good as it seems. Yeah. Now let me ask you something. When you were on YouTube during certain things that were happening in this country, did you see certain things that impacted you? Yes, I'm like. What are, are these police doing? Like, they wildin'. You talking what? about police and brutality? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. What was it like when you saw stuff like that? Well, I saw stuff like that. I'm thinking that we're not even out of slavery anymore. Like, we're back yeah. where we were when times started. You're eight years old, and you were thinking that? Yes, I was concerned for myself because I'm black, and these people are like disrespecting us are my kind and like i'm not i'm not feeling good about that my final question is social media is a great platform for some people but a bad platform for others tr social media is what you make it it depends on what you allow yourself to see, who you follow, who you don't follow, what's on your explore page, it's just what you make it. Ellie? I was going to say, social media is its own world. It definitely is. Oh boy. And my advice to yeah. them afterwards, uh, don't get lost in that world. Yeah. Um, exist in this real world. And tap into people that can speak encouragement and give you light mm -hmm. and the right energy mm -hmm. because sometimes being on social media and getting lost in it can be depleting to these young kids. They seem to understand that though, that, that I was impressed with Naeem because he's eight, but all the age ranges were saying, what you see sometimes is not reality. They at least seem to be aware of that, were they? They are savvy. They, they were. Yeah, and they were not, savvy is the word I thought. I also explained to them that as adults, we struggle with the same we're thing. Yep. We yep. watch a commercial and we're sitting there looking at some guy with a fancy car and a ton of money, Absolutely. and we immediately said, yeah, and people with million dollar non-profits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoa, man, that was. And I watch. I watch that stuff all day long, all day. What do we think about that? So they're super intuitive. They are intuitive, but you know, as we're talking about, you know, we live. We're parents, and we have kids with different abilities. You know, autism, and how it's already a struggle for our kids on the autism spectrum to know how to socialize appropriately and like the small talk and how do you build friendships and then you're adding in the social media component so then it takes away the face-to-face -face. Um, and and that's what's hard for us here because we're you know trying to teach them the skills to interact with people face-to-face -face, but so much of their world is then consumed with on social media 100 percent. and how do we we get so as we keep talking about in that last segment um Oversharing information, what we talked about giving the address, and we think Joe Smo on the other end is really good, but he's help, hateful, um, and it's, it's really hard because sometimes we do set back, son and daughter, but this is not it. It's bad. Um, I had a student at LC, are you probably Sacagawea, ran away, met the kid online, she ran away. And she was, um, and came back to LC, changed her own name. The guy took her from state to state and they did whatever, whatever. And he only got, only state he got charged, no crime, only time he got charged was in the state of Idaho. That's the only time that the feds charged him with indecent liberties or sexual minor. Um, online predators, we say every day, every day. You, I mean, we all get those phone calls. We all get those robocalls about 
you owe us some money. How do we, again, keep protecting ourselves from it, our kids, and um, kids that can't protect themselves? Um, was charges, like everybody, like, I want that person in jail, I want to do this, like, it doesn't work that way in our system no more. Uh, vulnerability of cyberbullying, right? There's cyberbullying every day. We do it as adults. We cannot sit there and never say, I hate Mary. Mary, like, no, I'm not talking to Mary, because we do it. And one of the kids, you know, right, and one of the kids we talked about today, that's natural. Yeah. We do it. Um, I kind of laugh at myself. I made a video, got like two million views, but my, one of my students remade it. The same video, but changed my music and put his own content in it. And I read the comments, it was great. But how easy was it vulnerable for me? Yeah. It could have been something else. But lucky, it wasn't. So it's, it was pretty funny. How do they have the knowledge base to do some of these things? You got five-year-olds could do it, right? Right. I know, and that's what is hard and overwhelming for me is that I try really hard to be monitoring and have restrictions. Like, she can only have a certain number of people that unless I program it in to allow them to call her or for her to call them. But the thing about it is is that they then – people make videos and coach them on how to get around some of these parent controls. So easy. Talk to Super easy. And so that's the thing. It's just when I think I have a parent control or a parent monitoring tool, then there's a way that they figure out something on TikTok or whatever, whatever. Easy. And then they, they manage to get around some of those protections. And kind of one that we go back and how we steal cars, right? People may, we had the Kia kids. She owns one. Her car's been yeah. broken into twice. Oh, I probably was, yeah. <laughs> Those kids stole over 40 cars. <laughs> South Hill kids, right? There's a video they made here in Spokane, how to steal your car in less than two minutes. Yeah. And so it's really, I probably should throw that in there, but it's really crazy how. Um, I didn't catch, what's your name? Kelly. Kelly. So Kelly, you're at school. What school you go to? Sacagawea. Kelly got friends, and Kelly knows, but Kelly does not tell mommy and her teacher everything. <laughs> right? You know? I actually tell her most. Mo no, not everything. But those ways, those kids know how to get on. I, they know how to, wait, what's the biggest one? Uh, the Wi-Fi. The kids in the school know how to get on the Wi-Fi at school, right? They don't? I don't. Oh, well. Wait a minute, girl. <laughs> those kids can maneuver. Yep, and they can maneuver offline stuff, right? Can They know how to get, I'm not putting words in their mouth, but do they know how to access outside district view stuff? Can they see other material? Sometimes they're able to like find games on their computer. Yeah, they can find. Those those firewalls mine would not even be on there, and those and those kids can maneuver away around firewalls so easy, and it's like. Well, and they get really creative. I had a family. This was many many years ago, and um, her son was um, finally ended up getting caught, and she said that he got really creative about what his search words were. So um, he was, you know, he can't search pornography on phones, and they had a lot of security things on there, but he figured out if he searched women's underwear, mm -hmm. that it would generate, and so he figured out different things, slang words or different things that he could generate to then populate, because also people that make some of these videos will put some of these tags and keywords in there so that they will pop up. Yep. Um, with some of these that was a kid at Lewis and Clark about five years ago. I don't know, say five, six years ago, made online threats and had set up. He had like four big screens and, and he could program and he was making threats on them. And if you um, Google threats at LC, you can find it. But it's a lot of technology. Um, vulnerability, we did that. The social piece, again, AI person. Hey, you be my friend. People want friends. We all want friends. That's what we. That's what the kids want. 
but how do we figure that out? And one day when we, when we get to that point, it, somebody will be a billionaire. Oops. Oh, that's my little, little students talk to this summer about different things. Because everybody had that, man, I, so you guys, have, I'll talk about why you try to figure it out. Screen, you guys going to um, screen agers? Oh my God, this is a. Oh, there's a playbook right there, huh? So if you want, it's really good. She's a doctor, but her kids had trouble with the social media stuff. So they're playing those in the high schools right now. So you find a high school, see what, they usually send it out to the schools when, they, when they're showing, showing it. Which video? Which one is it? Was it a YouTube? I don't know why, it won't. Oh, wait, hold on, sorry. I need to click on it. It plays everywhere else. Well, except I have a map, so it probably is a problem. Sorry, but screen is a really good, um, talking about technology in the world. Well, you could, okay, I'm going to tell you, they got 5,000 apps out here. They could, the kids could have their, um, what's one of the apps called? Uh, one of the kids. Um, so you, you take your kid phone. Oh, they got a secret app hiding under the calculator. Uh-huh. And it's free. Um, what? I got, I don't have to search it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Vault. It's not, yeah, I've heard about one. Free. If you want good stuff, Vault. Yeah, kids can download that and they just click on and download. It's, so I probably said that in front of her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Oh, my bad, guys. That's all right. That's, that's fine. Oh, no, that's all good. You know how to it's probably because I have a Mac. That's weird. Like Oh, wait, there it is. I customize my app so they're all the same color. But I'm not. See, I'm obviously not good. Uh, <laughs> I'll let her buy. That's a convenient way to hide stuff. That's a convenient way to hide stuff. Oh, sorry. Oh, format video? Sorry, wait, they all look like straight. Mine does that, but I'm like... Oh, sorry. It's probably because it's a mask and I don't know how to... Okay. So if you ever YouTube screen... Well, was screening it over the course of two different view times, and so I think some of the other high schools are going to... We, Shayla, everybody's doing it. Yeah. But if you want to pay for it, you could go on YouTube and, and I think you, you could buy it. Okay. Yeah. But it's really good. It's a really good documentary. Um, yeah, because... The kids, right, and we're showing it because there's, we all, she's a doctor, and it's like, hey, I got my kids going, wow, what should I do? So I came, I mean, I found some role-playing games. You could play online, safety games with the kids, quiz games, that's the same thing. We talked about trying to figure out how we could protect our kids. There's, but the big thing is with the kids that you guys work with, I think more of visual concept works much better and I think that's that's the best way because we can sit up here and preach all day but we want visuals any questions about yeah I, I guess on online stuff here next can we get a copy of this you can yeah you can make a copy of my of your I account. can take a copy of it off of the flash drive yeah just okay? yeah so we um if this worked right <laughs> So these are kind of links that you could um, for the in, into the cloud. So I'll put that up there. Um, and there's I just I found some stuff stuff that we use in the schools, um, safety stuff. So there's a link that works right there for you, and it, it just tells you everything about what you want to work with. And 
if I, if you had to say, um, you know, that was a really great video, that YouTube video where he was interviewing those students and there was that real pressure starting in the fifth grade, you have to have a phone, you have to have a phone. Mm. Um, like, um, I mean, personally, I think I was just at um, First Interstate Bank meeting with one of their vice presidents because he was going to be teaching some um, banking um, principles for some of our young people to start understanding finance. And, and he said that one of his biggest regrets with his daughter, who's now in her 20s, is that he they um, succumbed and gave her access to technology earlier. And he says that you know her social skill, even though she's neurotypical, her, she just isn't motivated to get out there. Um, she's totally content to stay at home and just spend all of her hours on social media, and he regrets, he said the one parenting regret he had is, is that he would go back and be like, no technology. Um, honestly, I mean, I think that, I mean, high school, like when they start driving, I can wrap my head at, at 16, having a phone so you can call in case of an emergency. Yeah. But, um, you know, is it really, like, in your mind, do you think that waiting until they're in high school, like 16 or something, is such a bad thing? No. But you have to, this is the deal, you got to start young. Right. You better start when they two years old because when they go to kindergarten, guess what they're getting? Yeah. I got an iPad. Right. <laughs> Every day, and COVID taught us that. Yeah. I don't think you can unwind it. We can't. No. So everybody, whoever thought every kid in America would have a computer? No. No. I didn't even think, right. I didn't even think of that idea. Who, it was like, so all the kids walking around with these computers, like, I won't find something to do on besides homework. So when you go to these nice Catholic schools or whatever school that has money, they're working on iPads. And then we, again, every school got social media bullying and stuff. So we'll, um, but some, this is some of the good stuff here that you have. I don't think we've done a good job anymore teaching our kids how to be bored. No. Yeah, that's how yeah. we do. And we were saying that. And my daughter, again, we go back to TikTok. It's TikTok stupid. It's done. Okay, I made one video. Oh, Dad, you got like 100 people watching. Like, all right, kid at LC, come in my office. Come here and show me about this social media deal. Next thing you know, I'm watching <laughs> four hours a day, making videos, taking selfies. Live, like, oh, yeah, 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 all that stuff. I know, I'll try. It's a good way to decompress, though, because yeah. it is so mindless. Yeah. You switch from work mode to home mode. Like, right. That. And there's a lot of good people there. I'm dancing. <laughs> oh, believe me, I watch them. Uh, yeah. So these um, <laughs> books that, that you guys can find. They don't have any social skills. And, we, and so we find, right wait. Now, right now, they can't speak for nothing. But we find that as police officers, because we got a young a crew, they can't talk to you. They don't know how to talk. No. So, hey Kelly, how you doing? Good. Kelly, you were speeding. I'm gonna go give you a ticket. You understand me? No, don't, I felt like you, don't talk back. Why, why are you smiling? So that, I, did I say something funny? Okay, I'm very serious. You getting a ticket. So those guys, like, so it said, hey, hey, Kelly, how you doing? Hey, I'm Officer Richardson, Spokane Police Department. You know why I put you over? Because I was speeding. Kelly, you were speeding. What? Why are you speeding? Had you... places to be and people to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. So the speed limit here is uh, 20 miles an hour, and you was going 31. Okay? All right. See, that's your fault. All right. Kelly, set time. I'll be right back. All right, here, I'm just going to cut you a warrant because you're a young driver. I'm not going to be the first person to ruin your day and make your insurance go up and get you a ticket, okay? You have a good day, okay? Thank you. So <laughs> we have to teach people, and it drives me crazy that people don't have those social skills to talk. It kills me. And, like, I just, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I just got teary-eyed by it. And so, there's some cyber stuff here. Um, there's, 
you can find some books about it and so sounds like a lot of things we can be working on here yeah that's sparking it let me get by the good phone so these are control apps so so these are some of the here's some control apps here custodian yep and and I put the def names down there, what they could do. The big thing we all use is family. Everybody, everybody use that because I want to know where everybody going, right? So those are some good apps that. I'll tell you the worst um, thing about Life 360. My kids track them where I'm at. And then you turn it off, they get mad at you. Yeah. Mom, how am I supposed to know where you are? Don't you worry about me. So. <laughs> right. This. And then she gets mad at me when she I did Was she the little baby? She's my baby girl. Oh, you're the little baby. Okay. So we'll you get a picture of those control apps. Yeah. And I will screenshot that so we can share that as well. And then we start talking about threats. Oh, here we go. Online threats. So when these kids get on Google and they see this, the mental health self harm, sexual content. Fifty five percent of the sexual content. We see all that stuff. Everybody. Yeah. All the time. Kids, we there's one of the big common things in high school. I'm Michael Smith, I'm gonna say, and the kids always think they could erase it. You cannot erase, because we get your phone and we could go back and put it under this million dollar machine and get everything off your phone. Um, kids every day, girls send new new pics, boys. So it happens, right? How do we prepare our kids for that? As a mom, dad. I don't know. I I don't know. Truly, I could talk about this when I got this uniform on. Like, hey man, I'm like, but when it's your kid, it's rough. So just be prepared for stuff like that. Talk to how to talk with the kids. And obviously, Kelly, you hear kids at school sometimes do inappropriate things, right? It's crazy, and they get mad at you when you try to tell them, "Don't do that." I'm like, what? Don't do that. And it's like they get mad because I love him. And so, I love him. So those are real numbers there. Um, and sometimes with the mental health stuff too, what we see, um, grown folks conversation, but sometimes people will record themselves taking their own lives. Just had one a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and they will do it. And, mm-hmm. People would do it in the world. And I can't say this too, but we've had, um, even in our autism community, we had one of our, our young men take his own life. And he actually did report it. He called and told the authorities what he was going to do, when he was going to do it, and he did exactly that. Um, but they couldn't activate people fast enough to it's hard. respond it. So, yeah. And we try to get, and we all had limited spaces. And the sad thing about this is that, from my understanding, was that. Um, the, the triggering event that happened um, that caused him to take his life is, is a girl, it was over a girl. Because so badly we wanted to have, you know, like a girlfriend. We, we see a lot of that in school and we get a lot of drama. A lot of stuff happens in school over relationships. Right. And so how do fights right now is out of control yes. with amongst young people? Like physical fights. Physical fights. Yeah. Walking home, you can't go home from school, everybody fighting. And so, again, so now one of the big things, parents, you as parents call the police, I wanna go press charges on the kids. Well, Washington State changed the laws, I cannot talk to a suspect without an attorney. So the kids punch you, you want me to go talk, I can't, Washington State says, I cannot talk to a kid under the age of 18 without an attorney. So they have an 800 number that we are called. Hey, Michael Smith wants to talk. This is what he's been charged with. Turning on the other end is going to say advise the kid not to talk to him. And so a lot of people don't know that, but yes. There's also, um, I understand from some young people in my life, there's also a YouTube attorney that gives you advice on what to do if you're drinking and driving or breaking the law. Yep. Yep. So there's all those young kids still in your car. 
We catch them. That's why the kids stuff uh, was ramping up. Couldn't do nothing with them. Um, kids at school, everybody won't charge. We could write a report and send it to the prosecutor. That's what we'll do. So basically those, those kids are under age of 18 in the state of Washington, any law enforcement officers cannot interview any kids in the state of Washington under the age of 18 without an attorney. I mean, the kids that got taken in for the stealing of the Kias. Um, the ones that stay one hour? 13, 14? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, just, again, you, you have to have, again, you have to have points to stay in juvenile. So you just don't get to say, you don't get to stay in jail. Everybody like, I want to go, you go to jail. Like, no. Those are certain levels that you get to stay overnight. So some of this stuff could be, we, by the time I get through doing the paperwork, your kid, they'll be calling you to come pick your kid up. And some parents like, I ain't picking them up. Okay, well, I call CPS. Well, okay, I'll be asleep when they come knocking. <laughs> and then again, that's why all our kids find up at Crosswalk, right? Yeah, yeah. Bad place. And we got some good kids that's like, that's gone. So be aware of that stuff. Of course, the cyberbullying. Cyber Every high school has bullies. Every high school, you, prep, shadow, uh, every high school got uh, web pages where they're going to put you on there, harass you, and we don't know who. I'll show you. I got it right there. Because you have to know that as a parent. You want to know. So all that cyberbullying, how it occurs, and the impacts, the consequences, the academic stuff. Kids behind graduating, right? But we developed so many programs in, our, in America to help our kids graduate. Obviously, every kid can't function at a high school level. So we got 50,000 programs in America that could help with that. And sometimes there's nothing wrong. Um, I work with a program now that helping kids to get that GED, and they pay you $300 every two weeks. Long you show up, couple hours of studying, and they're doing... Um, so that's what we're, I found this pie, which is true. What social media looks like, the name calling, all the time, right? 80% all the time somebody's saying something. Well, let's be honest, Miss Kill missed a day of school because she was being picked on um, because of the situation there. And it's, we really have to bring that one up. Well, but the thing is, is that it happens, and you, it was so overwhelming for you, you had to Yeah, because you're walking down the hallway. It, I use my daughter. You're walking down the hallway. Everybody looking at you. And it's a hard part with my daughter. Now she used to. Kids know me. And when your your dad is in law enforcement, whatever, it's hard for those kids that go, go to school because they think you're a little snitch. So those are like a lot of stuff. Weapons, we see all that. You guys... Get tech, District 81 kids. Mm -hmm. So you get those texts. What school? Cheney. Oh, yeah, definitely. You got it. <laughs> You get those threat messages, like, and you be one, and you be one to know, like, what happened? What happened? You up all night talking to the other parents. Yeah. Down, like, okay. I knew it. I told the school. I told the school. Then you're going to have 5,000 parents up there. I'm pulling my kid. So that don't work. So, all the stealing, like damaged property, all this stuff, they record everything. The racist comments, cell phone messages. Like, man, they record everything. But the threats of harm is really true. Yeah, my video won't play. But this is, this is just a, bit, a cartoon video I found. Um, and it's weird that. Oh, the, it's blocked. That's why. That's why. Oh. Security warning. Oops, Daisy. See, I am. I how many?
am I supposed to monitor my children when I can't even follow the thing? It's never going that far. Check out Joe. I did it. He's pretty popular. They had the whole thing up there the whole time. We didn't even see it. Because he doesn't try to be too cool. And he's friendly to everyone. I found something to understand. There's one dude, though, who doesn't like Joe. He's actually jealous of Joe. And he'd like to scare that smile off Joe's face. His name is William, but everybody calls him Lamer Bill behind his back. Because he's always doing the lamest things to people. Lamer Bill's latest lame idea is to go after Joe. He starts off by sending Joe a nasty email. In it, Lamer Bill calls Joe a total reject and says he's going to kick him in the teeth on the bus. Lamer Bill is a big, scary dude, and Joe's a little guy, so the email gets Joe pretty worked up. All day, he worries about the bus ride home. Lamer Bill is a bully, and because he threatens Joe over the internet, that makes him a cyber bully. Joe is so scared that he walks home from school that day. How do you think Joe should deal with Lamer Bill? Do you think Lamer Bill will stop? At home, Joe gets a whole bunch of texts from Lamer Bill. He threatens Joe again, saying he's going to follow Joe home from school tomorrow and issue a severe beatdown. Later, Joe sees Lamer Bill has posted an ugly rumor about Joe on a website a lot of people at school look at. All of this, the email, the text messages, and the website posting, is seriously scaring Joe. It's getting so serious that Joe is sick to his stomach. He's thinking of skipping school tomorrow. The worst part is that cyberbullying can happen anywhere, even when Joe thinks he's safe at home. Dealing with cyberbullies takes a big bag of courage. Joe reaches into his and does the right thing. He saves the nasty email, the website posting, and the text messages and shows them to his parents. His parents contact the school and give the principal all the evidence. Lamer Bill's parents, as well as the police, are notified. He's suspended from school for two weeks, and the next time it happens, Lamer Bill could end up in juvenile court or detention. That's how serious cyberbullying is. Cyberbullying is seriously bad news. If a cyberbully targets you, be courageous like Joe, and tell a parent or teacher about it. It's the best way to stay safe and keep the Lamers from taking over. Yes, but let me tell you, there's only so much they could do because Lamer Bill, mom, is going to go petition. My son has a right to education. Yeah, yeah. Right? Lamer Bill, mom. And no, right? They want to, but the social don't have the social skills. And so it's not fair. And people will say, oh, my God. The school, everybody take it seriously. But what can you do? You only can do so much. So it gets me worked up. I get scared. My daughter gets scared for me. I get scared for if we ever have, um, a di uh, not Deer Park, but uh, the school thing, oh, Freeman. Freeman stuff. I get scared about that stuff. I get scared about kids bringing weapons in schools all the time. So... I'm not, and then, wait, 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 then, not to go discrimination, right? Mm -hmm. Then we talked about fine line because, oh, wait, you, okay, miss, just because your son and daughter are doing good, my, my kids have the right to education. Mm -hmm. So that's what we touch on. And so it's a touchy subject. We're not going to ever, it's hard. It's hard. Okay, now. That's another touch of something, because you're not going to suspend my kid. Yeah. I, if Joe Smo go up there, take the shoe off, and hit a teacher, he has a right to come back to school. It's tough. He's coming back. Yeah, well, uh-uh. Ten years ago, yes. You did. But now it's different. And you are pro people for your, to fight for your child with those IEPs and those 504 plans because it says my son gets angry. He needs his cell phone. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You all, 
I bet you guys read a thousand IEPs. Oh, I bet they got those. He needs a technology device to calm him down. You took that device for him, which triggered a behavior, which caused that teacher to get assaulted. Yeah. Yep. I see it every day. I know. I have one kid. I see it. He used the N word all the time. He's special. Low, and uh, I, I got. He sees me. He's good with me. And one of my the students that walk with him. And you, I think you triggered him. I said I probably did, but he's good. He sees me, high five. But then he go get the teacher like and do all the other stuff. How do we, do we suspend him? Because you don't consider suspending a kid what ten days. Ten days yeah. So after those ten days. At the people, and you look at the, we. If I bring my kid, I look at the bad person. Bring Michael or Joe Small back in the school. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, we are. And that's the hard thing too is that um, you know sometimes our kids have some of these behaviors because it's their exit strategy, right? Um, and so we have to really get to the root of what is the. Yeah, we gotta get to the root. There's just so much, so many layers to the onion, if you will. So. Here you go, Zappa bullying. Every school has a web page, Mount Spokane confession page. This is Glover Middle School, Shado, and that's Ferris. I could put every high school would put your business on this on that web pages. You take Instagram right now and Google a high school, you'll find it. I told them I got punched in the face by a kid. Other. <laughs> I said, my picture would not be on there. <laughs> <laughs> In random schools. Those high schools. This is local. Are these, these locals. It, okay. So this is from Instagram. So they have kids don't develop cyberbullying web pages. You can find, you type in a high school page, Lewis and Confessions, anything. Like Ferris Confession page is better than LC's. <laughs> right. This is how I get all my information. Well, that's true. I'm, we'll be honest, my two boys that were students at LC uh, got into a little scrimmage, and uh, there was video of it. Everybody, reco everybody records everything. Yes, and that was the whole thing. It's just like, oh. See, so I gave you something to look at tonight. I talked to the research officer. They're like, oh, is this one yours? And it's like, oh, that's that's mine. Yeah, so, so when you find some stuff, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, middle school, yeah, that was a good one. I just screenshot the picture, but that was kids that big. So there is a, every school has this page. There's no. Some random person. Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh, this one, whoever this. And they post it. I know. So the and so you want relationships or whoever that is, I can't remember her last name. She walks around all the time. Yeah. So this is what we had and people like, well, they don't have me in school. Like, hey, yeah, sorry, anybody out there, Gonzaga Prep has it too. And so every school. So this is not I didn't even put the other nonsense I have. So this is what we got to this point now, right? Legal charges, right? That's what we talked about. Could face juvenile system for minors, on school discipline, impact on, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. But we do our jobs to take the report, but I hate to tell parents, like, I don't know how far where it goes, because after we take it, I don't know what would happen, okay? Uh, this is the same thing. Or you guys, you can have that. But that's, it looks like we can watch it. Watch it. Do you want to watch it? That's funny. That was, <laughs> so <laughs> this, we don't have to watch it because you can watch it. Only this, okay. you're going to make a copy. But it's. Uh, now that we actually know how to function with it. The whole time we've seen the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right here. Okay. So 
Oh any God. questions about anything? That's funny because we didn't see that little. No. And see, that's the thing. Is we are <laughs> like, just having challenges because we don't understand the stupid technology, but they understand it like that. Any questions about stuff? And it's ongoing stuff. It's ongoing. So really, even though it's hard, we can't bury our heads in the sand. We need to be proactive <laughs> in terms of... Seeing what's on their phone, open conversations, especially with our neurodiverse kids. I mean, obviously, we're going to start incorporating some of these yeah. um, internet security things through some of our programming. Because I think, again, make make your Wi-Fi secret so they can't see it when they come in. They can earn it. Mm-hmm. So hide your. I like your token system. I love it. It's fantastic. Right, especially when you put your face on it. Well, how do we do that? Right. Oh I'll yeah. We need a connection. I put, put my face on it. But you got is uh, is my face, so I didn't know they got it from it. So, um, yeah. So it's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, really it's a, I, we could talk and go, but it's it's overwhelming and it's sad because I see it every day from straight A students, right? Uh-huh. And you will never know, like, damn, Michael Smith is straight A's, what the heck? He's the one behind the scene of all that? So, yes. So, it's hard. It's hard. I get it. But... Oh, yeah, no, we under the rock. Every high school, yeah, we under the rock. We always got to stay in the know. Safety, but yep. It's all about safety, especially, you know, just with our girls, just in terms of being... Oh, right. Is this AA, Ron? Ah, it's air version, though. Is Jaquan that? Oh, this is my favorite. No Jaquan in here? That's me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, do you mean Jacqueline? Okay. So that's how it's going to be. <laughs> Y'all want to play. Technology. Okay. Uh, put your face on somebody else. That's all. I got my eye on you, Jaquan. <laughs> Balake, where is Balake? Jay Quallen. Oh, that's my favorite skit ever. So my my nephew is Aaron, A A Ron. Yes, it's my favorite. He hates when we call him that. A A Ron. A A Ron. Yeah, so I like to put my face on everything. Uh, see, <laughs> so much more savvy than we are when it comes to this stuff. I'm so impressed. Guess what? You learn from kids. Right. Call them in your office. How you do that? Yeah. <laughs> You go here, Mr. Richardson. It costs fifty dollars a year. <laughs> okay. That's cheap entertainment, right? Balake. Balake. I love my Where face on that. No Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name is Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> Blake. What? <coughs> Do you want to go to war, Balake? No. Cause we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. <laughs> so you better check yourself. So yes, we have a lot of fun <laughs> from the skits. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, that's my last little thing. Look at me on the phone. Somebody took that picture. <laughs> I, I found that picture. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> So I found that, and look, now I'm on the phone, mind my own business. Somebody gonna take, one of the kids took that. Proving a point, right? Proving. No, I do a camp every summer. That's police activities. Oh, exactly. And I was skinny. <laughs> and they had my beard, and I noticed I had, yes. So we do it every camp, every summer, police activities. <laughs> but love to have the kids come out. Again, I'll bring the patrol car. In time. for you to come and spend some time because we have the kids Tuesday and Thursday evenings. We have anywhere from 15 to 17 at any given time. But I, I bring my, really I bring the other officers up here right. playing, uh, playing clothes. Hey, mm-hmm. community service hours. Come it's play with really the kids. Important for them to one.
I think it really helps to have you come in and talk to us. I love it. So, yes. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much.